Umkit Industries proudly presents. And greetings, everyone, and welcome to the commentary podcast for Dixie Stenberg episode 22. Yay! I'm your host, Seth Adam Sure, I directed this thing. And I'm your other host, Jeffrey Bridges, who wrote this thing. Yay! Yay! The free world from Nazi villainy. This squadron was known as Brassy Battalion, and this is their story. Uh, one of the last times you're going to get to hear that opening, since it's almost the end of the uh, second season. Tonight's episode. That's right. The Only uh, two more episodes to go, the and then things change. Yeah. They had just discovered Cornelius's second surprise, a submarine. Let's listen in as they delve beneath the ocean. Oh, and this is the uh, the wonderful opening I had with the uh, the the many bubbles bending about. Going straight from that into the interior of the the submarine, that was a nice fade, I thought. Yeah, we've never had, um, there's a lot of new... Almost uh, a dissolve, really. Locations, actually, in this season, especially these last couple of episodes, with the, uh, you know, the underwater stuff with Dixie and all the scrub and everything. And the the scar base, yes. Thank you for for providing some some really interesting uh, audio effects challenges in these... these (laughs) In these new uh, environments, it's been yeah. it's been fun. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad you enjoy it because it's just going to get worse in season three. Woohoo! Bring it on. My goal is to eventually get them through every different possible like setting, scenario, area that I can possibly think of. So, wow, lots of variety. Cool. I can't wait to read the scripts now. Reminds me of Mom Actually, that's Sona, but. Works for you. So you built this too, Freudenberg? Well, yeah, well, not really. Most of the parts were shipped over from the Navy as purchased by Herr Cornelius. Another purchase by wonderful Herr Cornelius, who is a bottomless source of income for the battalion to operate. Thank you, Corny. Thank you. <laughs> Anti-aircraft gun, subs. What's he going to do next? Engine room. Engine room, Herr I can't wait to find out. Everything seems normal and is normally operating in a normal fashion. Thank you, Mr. McGuff. The, uh, the uh, background environment sound you hear are the sounds of an actual World War II submarine, a German submarine, uh, to be precise, uh, under full steam, underwater. Yeah. How did you find that? Um, I just kept at the, the, the searching around the Internet for any possible sound effect sources I could find and just, you know, Persistence paid off. Cool. And those chair sound effects are the squeaky old uh, antique chair sound effects that we've heard in uh, AeroQuest Dynamics office. Oh, Frank's office? Yeah. When he's like sitting down and like twirling around in his chair. Yeah, those are the same sounds. I thought that'd be funny for the submarine. With a little more than seaweed to keep them company. This is we're never going to find her. We've been searching for hours. You like that? The span of like ten seconds has been hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a good dissolve. Thank you. Thank you. we should try a new heading. All we know is Dixie headed west. So, west we shall go. But they're determined. Slowly, though, is important. Determination is everything. We have no idea what we're looking for. We don't want to miss it. Miss what? Whatever is out there. What have you got, Lily? I'm not sure. It's smaller than the sub. Maybe 
That that single beep is actually one a single separate sound effect. Um, it's not like a repetition sound effect. I had to place it every um, uh, every so often to get that that uh, that sound for the radar. That it found something. Right. Well, I liked how you used uh, when the movie was like checking the instruments or whatever. Where there was like it was like switch clicks and little dials turning. It was very. I mean, it's, I mean, obviously they wouldn't have more high-tech stuff back then, so it was, it was good. It was, it was a good detail. Thank you. A hush fell over the submarine. Everyone almost probably listening to uh, the new time radio shows, like uh, the Star Wars original radio program and Hitchhiker's Guide, uh, providing me with ideas for those those switches instead of like you know futuristic, more futuristic sounding. Uh, right. Sound effects. They go for the the basic the switches buttons mm-hmm. and so on being pressed, and I and I always like that that little additive in their production. As capable, crafty, and clever as ever. She lived to fight. I love that day. line. Yes, yes. There's nothing else out there. She got out. Thank you for the walla, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> What's all that yelling you're yelling? They did a great job with the Walla. As you'll hear again in uh, episode 24, they've, they've got some good stuff. They've got some good Walla coming up. Grassy Battalion's coming for you, dicks. And that sound effect is actually um, an interior noise for a submarine that's that's putting on more power, and more speed. A word from our the so clanging and everything. That's why they were so perfect. Now, what original vintage commercial was the uh, the basis for this one? Just it was that you first soap. I, I can't remember which one, but little soap flakes, and they had a little coin test that they suggested you do. And <laughs> I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Because when I got to the spot where they did it with their own cleaner, it was just dead silence. <laughs> How does something like that work for radio? Exactly. So I was like, "You can't possibly actually be doing anything." And I'm like, "Well, then we'll just have guys like call them on it, but they'll, you know, flatter her so much she doesn't care." Speaking of Geist, uh, for those who wish to know and for those who don't really care, but I'm going to tell anyway, the sound effect of her coming in is um, a, a cartoon whoosh sound coupled with the sound of an umbrella being opened <laughs> and then closing again when she lands. Thank you, sir. That's hilarious. Never know what uh, little household sound effects will come in handy for, you know, the weirdest possible thing. It's amazing to see the difference in cleansers. The coin moves so smoothly over the unclean. Of course, my experience there is not just the results of the uncoin test, as I've used unclean. We're getting mail. And no, (laughs) there was a letter in the commercial, or you know, a purported letter that they read off, and I think that was almost the exact text, word for word. Of course, I changed the you know the name, the unclean and stuff, but I was just like, it was just all so ridiculous, like so many of them are. How can this be? The very ingredient that makes Umclean the leader in the Umcoin test was named after you. It was. Who else has That one little line is the only one in that, that whole conversation where she's not, like, echoing. Mm-hmm. It's funny that she's, like, yelling and echoing, It's so nice of you. 
Well, originally, my, my, my first idea was to do it so that she wasn't in her, her echoey goodness, as it mm-hmm. were, um, throughout the entire conver- commercial, but um, based off of her performances, uh, both in the, the previous episode and this and the next episode, it just it felt weird not to have her echoing as much. It just it didn't play as, as well, I think, as, as almost as Vrenny. Oh, and this is the... the the premiere of the Dean, isn't it? This yes. is the first time he shows up. Yes. And there he goes. <laughs> yeah, he's in and out a lot. he says means so much, you can understand why. As you have written him to be that way. <laughs> he shows up, says what he needs to, and just gets out quick and dirty. Done. I like it. Don't have to deal with a lot of uh, placement, as it were. Laboratory tests also show unclean doesn't scratch, but the unclean test makes it possible. Okay, now the sound effects that you use for the scratching stuff—that is seriously, it is so horrible. That's like that's a compliment, by the way. That's somebody that um, that was a let's see, a a somebody scratching a dish across a, a surface. Coupled with, you know, the uh, 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 dishwashing, uh, a heavy dishwashing noise. This cleanser contains the two together. That will mar surfaces. And added something like, I think, 120% volume. Here's a big difference when we make the same test with unclean. And? Yeah, you just stop everything dead. It's so funny. You're just dead. Listen again. And I know some people have problems thinking like their MP3 player, you know. Yeah, I was figuring some people would be like, what's going on? (laughs) I'm hoping for that. I'm hoping for comments like that. Something wrong with the the mix? Guys. We go for those, you know, little pleasures in life more here. The pendant director minds. It's the little things in life you enjoy so much. And so your unclean not only saves surfaces, it saves you time and work. Or Volker. Guys, watch us perform the Oomcorn test right here in the studio, so you know it works. (laughs) I mean, goodness, you shouldn't have. She gushes a lot in this episode. Yes, she does. And now we return to our program as the bruised and bleeding Dixie is brought before... We have cats joining us on the commentary. Yes, yes, that's right. That's uh, my cat, Leon, who's... who's Very interested in in having dinner very soon now. Very, very soon now. He's never going to hear the end of that, the the one arm thing, is he? No. He's just going to lord it over him through time immemorial. Here. Kitty agrees. What's wrong with that? Ready? Yes, yes, we all know what you're calling yourself now. Though, really, it doesn't suit your submissive nature at all. Thank you for throwing back that in. Thank you for throwing that back in. Welcome to the He's still trapped oh, in the past, you know, yes. and Rennie was well, his good little see. servant. Very well then. But you and apparently know. continues to be. I <laughs> in his me. mind. What? Yes. Are you sure? As sure Interesting as you place, Volker's mind. How many times <laughs> have we heard that? 
You sent us all full of over soup the globe and for a year chasing that monstrosity. And what do we have to show for and it? And Rennie. Nothing. Dixie. What? We what? have Dixie to show for it. All is not lost. I had a hand in that, you know. Regardless, I am absolutely, positively certain beyond certain that this time I've got it. Where? South America. I think it has something to do with the warmer climate. Ooh, it's more environments coming up? Excellent. Yes, indeed. South America. Mm. I get to go looking for effects again. <laughs> You'll be needing quite a few. Yes, actually, I went. I went. Uh, I, I recently did another search for for weaponry this time, which you will hear coming up very soon now. Some new sounds. Always no, nice to have some new sounds. I refuse sound. to help anyone who calls me a half-wit. You are! I am a three-quarter wit at least. Be gone! <laughs> enough of this. Get off of me! And then Dixie beats hey, the crap out of everybody. Ow. She may be injured, but she can still beat the crap out of two men. No. You know where to run. Not with this leg, no. Who says I want to run anyway? That's true. <laughs> and then she just rips the room to pieces. Thank you for the extra noises, uh, Justin. Those were those were good. Thank you. No, you'll rupture the hole. You'd rather I stop? Fine, shoot her. Oh, I am in. Did we ever go over what you made Geist blast product? Um, Geist blasts were were a a, a lightning bolt style sci-fi sound that I had found, coupled with a, a small explosion, a contained small explosion. And the explosion's like one or two different explosions, depending on where they are in the, in the, in the show, in the episode. I, I kind of change up this one. They're always a small, self-contained style explosion, but they, they differ every once in a while. Very cool. And this is just general, like, crashes, metal, metallic crashes. Three or four of them coupled together. Yeah, with, when uh, she, uh, dust fall. Excuse me, when she ripped the, uh, pipe out. See that, all the, the goop falling. Oh yeah, that's an air pressure release valve going off, and then the sound of, like, a tub being filled with water. <laughs> so, but in here, it's like water escaping, or goo escaping. Right, And there's right. another dissolve with the water bubbles. Brassy battalion streaked through the ocean. I like that, I like that dissolve, I think that works really well. Well, what are you gonna do when there's no more bubbles? Use something else? And there's ah, something going uh, on. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm that was a good answer. Yeah, yeah, good answer. Good answer, Kitty. I'm not picking up any signals. There, out the window. Several sets of allied eyes peered out of the sub to see the familiar SCAR logo on the mammoth underwater base. I was wondering if I should use sound effects here, but then I thought, no, we're just do it from the aspect of the interior of the battalion submarine. Just yeah. keep it simple. Yes, very good. I'm sure of it. Is that another G.I.J.V. background? Uh, yes, that is another G.I.J.V. background. What's going on? And I'm blanking on which one it is. But yes, it is a G.I.J.V. song. The official soundtrack of Dixie Stone. It's getting to be close, yeah. Right, we're going to see action. Use the special payload. The special payload. I don't think that's really going to surprise anyone considering they used robot as a bomb before, so. <laughs> I was like, what bomb? Why not torpedo? I just love that she's referred to now as the special payload. <laughs> that's her name now. Robot, the special payload. You know, it's like the other white meat. 
Except, it, except not, really. Well, yes, yeah, it is a robot. we got to get it in the launch tube. The audience doesn't know that yet. Spoiler. Oh, my God. Spoiler. Yeah, for two minutes later in this episode. Fire. Well, it's the commentary for this episode, so they've already heard it, right? Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Okay, then. Get out from behind there. There's a nice torpedo shot noise here, too, when Robot went flying off. And then the nice little boom sound there. It's a rumble. It's a stereo rumble. And here comes the robot. I like the little sound effects of gears whirring, like, from behind a closed door. And this is just a regular, you know, splash. Uh-huh. And here comes G.I. Jive again. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so fitting. Christine Jones as Dixie Stenberg. She's in my goo! <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hate when people get in your goo? No comment. That came out wrong. Yeah. Am I? Perhaps I should go on a reducing diet with the easy umcat approach. Oh, you made your choice. He's never going to let that go, is he? Oh, no. He's wounded. The commercial announcer is such a conflicted character. I love the motivation you find in him. It's just, it's, it's, it's brilliant. The motivation. It's called brilliant. capitalism. <laughs> it works well. Go Volker. Go Volker. Go Volker. Yes, that was an Adler. Yeah. <laughs> I know I didn't write that. I piloted the submarine. Get a little giddy at times, Withersby. Only around machines of military. Men. Yes, if you've noticed, when there's the large uh, military because weapons or machines around, he goes a little gaga. Yeah, he <laughs> sort of drops all of the uh, big words and just like, yay, boom. <laughs> He's like, ooh, toys, gimme. Mylan as Freudenberg. I repair thunderbolts, I fix robots. He does a lot. I install anti aircraft guns, I assemble submarines. Why, it's almost like there's nothing I cannot do. Mm, I do love competent men. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pretty much have nothing to say about that. Yeah, that's pretty much, you know, yeah, just, Scott yeah. Got me no Robert Tims Pearson. You see, I may not get to pilot a plane, but I get to captain a submarine. That is a cool job. I would imagine. Why don't we have a submarine? Who says we don't? Is that a little bit of foreshadowing there? It might be. It might not be. Maybe she's just trying to save face. Who knows? Who knows? I want to see stuff blow up. Real mature, Joey. That's a bit more the the mud bubbly sound. With uh, Renee's own spittle. <laughs> or spit-upping. Spit-upping? Is that a word? Spit-upping? Ewing. I hope she's alright. Don't be such a pansy. If worrying about a friend makes me a pansy, Joey. It's been a while since Joey's called anyone a pansy. I, I, I missed it. Me <laughs> too. Am I pansy? Mr. Scaletti. Ripes, Benny. Your biceps are bigger than my head. No, no. Okay, those are some no big biceps. Yeah. Either that or Joey has a small head. Either Alicia way. Lane Matheson. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go any further with that. By lilies, of course. <laughs> 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 
That was an obvious. Gets into those kisses with pride. So such gusto. Alicia too. I've noticed. They both have great timing. Justin Dobby as Volker. Quite possibly. Maybe. Technically. Then be quiet! Eric Pelodi as Ursula Unger. Yes, hats. Yes. Bandaging an arm stump would hurt, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I love her sadistic nature. Walter Falkenstein. I like stumps. <laughs> Especially three stumps. They are good for sitting. Kevin Hoskins as Red Oak Hell. Thank you, David. Thank you for Walter. Thank you. <laughs> How can I be an elite killing machine without an arm? You could always bite people to death. <laughs> I like people. <laughs> Julie Goldstein as well the done. robot. That was well done, you three. They're a lot of fun. Those three together. I love how a lot of the times there are some characters that only appear in the end credits. Like Nebulon. Kristen Bay says the Umket triplets. Can you believe how concerned Thomas was? Isn't he just a darling? Die for! I was concerned too. And me. Yeah, and them and me too. <laughs> and the triplets oh, get some know. actual lines oh, no. this time. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Eh, boys. <laughs> Jerry Crawford as the uh. Dean. Hello, I am the Dean. And not just any Dean, the Dean. Yes, welcome, of Jerry Crawford. Learning. Nicely done, sir. <laughs> and goodbye, Jeffrey Crawford. Hello, goodbye. I can. Better than to make a buck. See, there's his motivation. Anything to make a buck. That's true. There we go. Ask and you shall receive. All right, well, I, I guess we're just about done. Wonderful episode. Next up, uh, more shenanigans on the Scar base. Yes. As the battalion attacks. Here he comes again. Hello, <laughs> I am the D. He always gets the last word. Well, I almost the last word. Unclean works because it's made with geistmatite, which means that cleaning glass surfaces. Is that like kryptonite? Never no, it's it's much less lethal. Well, <laughs> so Umkit would have you believe. I was gonna say. Oh, I'm going to have to do everything. This is so unfair. Stay safe, America, and good night. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Seth Adam Scherer. He's your host, Seth Adam Scherer. And he's your other host, Jeffrey Bridges. No, he's not. Well, you are. You're right. Yes, you are. One of these days, I'll get that right. Stick it up your blue, gooey, this production. Jeffrey Bridges. Good timing there. Yeah. Umkit Industries presents the Dixie Stumberg and Brassy Battalion. Thank you for joining us. Theater by Jeffrey. Talk to you next month, folks. Stay safe. For Bye. more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Mm. How's that for a half-wit? <laughs>